Welcome to Bear Down Ballers. I'm your host, AJ Bramlett. Episode two, got my super producer, Ryan Wall, in the house again. Ryan, what's happening, my man? I'm doing great. Uh, I'm just excited for basketball, college basketball season to finally be here this week. Absolutely, man. I think uh, we had a kind of a good start uh, earlier this week for U of A, and I uh, can't wait to see him, you know, out on the court for a real game coming up next week. So, yeah, I'm excited, man. Really excited. Yeah, they they had an expedition game this past uh, week. They beat Eastern New Mexico 96 to 50. Um, it was just a blowout from the start. And it was great to see everyone get in the rotation from, you know, walk-ons to freshmen. It was great to see everyone on the court. Yeah, I thought they looked really good, man, to be honest. I thought that, you know, the flow of the offense uh, went really well. I thought that, you know, Christian Coloco played, you know, outstanding, which was a good sign. Um, everyone shared the ball. Uh, you know, I thought just the, the quickness and the, the effort and speed that they played with was was exciting. I think fans are going to like, you know, the style of play that they played this year. Yeah, the one the one guy that stood out to me, and I wanted to get your take on it, is Justin uh, Kyer. I thought he was incredible. He was five for seven from the field, four for six from three. He did a little bit. Um, he did a little bit of everything, uh, and I thought he really provided that veteran, you know, mindset and feel to the game. And he feels like a big, just. I feel like he's going to be a big help to this, you know, younger roster and you know a newer system that they're learning what do you think about him dude I, I love this kid uh, you know I, I met him you know like I said when I was in town uh you know before the season um and the thing that just stands out to me was his energy uh, you know he's just a positive guy you could tell that he's confident and you know that's going to rub off on the on the younger guys and so when you have a guy that's been in d1 basketball for that long and you know he's coming in he's still but he's hungry you know what I mean he's not a guy that um you know that, that's satisfied with where he's at he's still hungry, he still wants to learn. You know, he was asking, you know, Jason Terry and I questions. Um, you know, a guy, you like players like that. And I think that's just going to rub off on the younger guys. He's going to be a great example for them. And he doesn't get nervous. I mean, he's, he's a guy that's been through a lot. And so you have kind of a calming presence out there on the court. And if he can shoot it like that all season long, I mean, fans are going to love this kid. And, I, and, you know, I really like him as a player. Yeah, because that's the thing. He played – he played more point guard at Georgia a season ago, and people question his shooting. He's a low uh, – he was a low, you know, three-point shooting uh, guard throughout his college career through two stops. Um, yeah, so I was a little concerned by that. But, I mean, if he's going to shoot the rock like that, he's really going to provide a boost to this team because they were – they played a lineup uh, at the expedition game. They threw a lineup of four guards at one point, you know. So it seems like everyone's going to need to – do a little bit of everything and not stick to one, you know, spot for say on the court. Yeah. They have a lot of guys that are versatile though. And that's, you know, that's a, a big plus for them this year. They have a lot of ball handlers, guys that could break pressure, make plays in the paint and, you know, be quick, get into the, uh, create shots for, for other teammates. Um, and that, that's something that, you know, now in college basketball is a, is a must. So, I think, you know, Kyer's going to be a, a huge addition to the team. I thought, you know, Kurt Creasa, even though he didn't shoot the ball, you know, as well the other night, I liked the shots that he was taking. You know, the guy is aggressive. Uh, every time he shoots it, you think it's going in. So he's a confident shooter, whether he's making it or not. And that's that's what you got to have when you're a scorer and you, and you have that mentality. Is it, No matter if you miss, you know, two, three, four in a row, you're still confident and that fifth one's going to go down. And uh, I thought we saw that from him the other night. His energy and speed, uh, you know, with the basketball, pushing the ball up the court is, uh, and I'm excited to watch him get a, a chance to expand his role this year. 
Yeah, I wanted to bring I wanted to talk to you about him. And uh, I feel I thought he was excellent in transition with the ball, getting other players involved. Obviously, he's an excellent passer. That's where he excels at. But I felt some of those shots just weren't needed, actually. And I think that he should try driving the ball in. I know he's a smaller guy, um, you know, so that he could have troubles there a little bit. But I think he should try to drive more. Um, and I, I don't know when you should, it was an expedition, you know, so he's probably not, you know, if he's making one, I think he was one for six and then he had two more towards the end. So maybe he won't add to his extras when it matters, hopefully, but you know, like, are you concerned that maybe he's too much of a one-sided three point, you know, or just a guy who hunts three pointers? Uh, I don't think so. You know, I think, uh, you know, he's trying to find his rhythm, you know I mean? It's his really his first, you know, uh, a season back and, and playing, you know, at a high level. Um, but, you know, I've watched him in practice. He, he can get it to the paint. He can do, you know, he's a really high level ball handler. He's a great passer. And so I think it'll come, you know what I mean? It's shoot or shoot, man. You know what I mean? Shoot or shoot. You got to let him have that confidence. Obviously, Tommy Lloyd is giving him the green if he's open to shoot it. And you want that because you're going to need that throughout the season. Um, you know, all, obviously shooters are up and down sometimes, but I think the way that he shot it just to me and the way that he looked when shooting it, he was confident in those shots. And so that's what you want. You want confident shooters, whether they're knocking them down, you know, five for five or, or they start off slow. You still got to have, have guys that have that confidence to knock them down with it with the games on the line. So, I, you know, I think he'll settle in, you know, he'll get better and better, but I just like his attitude. I like his energy as well. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to be an exciting player for fans to watch and, and also for, you know, his teammates to play with. Yeah, he did play limited games last year too. So it's his real first season that he's starting, you know, the year, um, you know, last year he had eligibility issues throughout the first about 75% of the season. So, yeah, um, it will be great just to have his presence on the floor um, as he does provide a big help there. But another guy that I wanted to talk about that, you know, is one of the veterans on the team is Christian Coloco. He's entering, you know, his third year. I feel like the first two years were about the same. We didn't see much, a, a ton of progression, but I really, I don't want to overreact because it was, you know, Eastern New Mexico, but I really thought he showed he's a different player. He put up 14 points, 10 rebounds, two assists, five for seven shooting. And I really felt like he was way more aggressive on the offensive end. You know, when he got the ball, he wasn't just trying to, you know, dish it back out. He was looking for his own opportunity and really taking advantage of his size. As we know, he's a seven footer. Yeah, no, I, I was, uh, you know, pleased with this game the other night. And, you know, I, I kind of went through this my, my own self, you know what I mean, is be getting confident, more confidence on the, on the offensive end takes time. And especially when you're playing with a lot of guards and, you know, everybody's telling you that you need to score the ball and you're not that comfortable with it yet. Uh, it takes time. And, you know, I think you see Christian, I think the game slowed down for him this year a little bit. Um, you know, I think he's no, he's, you know, uh, recognized that, that, you know, he is the biggest and strongest guy out there most nights. And if he can use that size and, you know, just be around the basket and score, score when he needs to be more aggressive and hunt for some shots in there and play great defense. I mean, that's what they need from him. And I thought that was a great start for him the other night. It's a confidence booster. And, uh, you know, I hope that that's going to translate into early season success for him and just keep building from there. Yeah. It was great to see him, you know, hit that three that, yeah. uh, you know, Tommy Lloyd said he can hit, he can take one a game after, after the game. That's what he said. He said he airballed one, yeah. you know, in the other expedition 
Uh, in the last Wish I would have been able to take one a game, man. I didn't take any of the game. Coach O was like, nah. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, it is. It's you know maybe yeah, it is better if the three point shooters take them sometimes, but it is. Nah, well, it's it stroke, is his stroke looked. His stroke is, looked good though. That was a good shot. Yeah, his his free throws looked improved. We know he struggled with that, you know, in the past. So yeah, I mean, to have Christian Coloco, to have a third year you know, breakout season would really be huge for this Arizona team. Um, another, you know, forward player that I was really impressed with, similar to Justin Kyer, you know, who had that, brought that feel, that veteran presence, uh, you know, was Kim Aiken. Uh, he yeah. was really good. He had 14 points, eight rebounds on five for eight shooting from the field, hit two threes. Um, I, I really was impressed, especially with his ball handling. I know he's played some point, you know, in the past and, He's another guy who can do it all. He can guard centers and he can bring the ball up. I mean, what'd you think of him? No, I mean, he's, he, you could tell he's a veteran. You know what I mean? You could tell he's got a, a, a very calm game on the court. Um, you know, he doesn't get rattled, takes good shots. He just knows where to find his spots on the court where, where he can do uh, his damage on the offensive end. And like you said, he's a good ball handler. So that's what I was saying earlier. Is like they, they have a lot of guys that can handle the ball and, uh, and make plays. And that's something that uh, is going to be a huge benefit for them this year. And uh, if they can shoot the ball like that, if they can shoot it like that and, and Kyer uh, and, and keep that, you know, three-point percentage high during the year, uh, it's going to be a huge bonus for Coach Lloyd. But, um, no, I liked him. I mean, he's just a solid player. And you need – they have an interesting mix of young guys and, uh, and you know, older guys that, that are, have been doing it for a while. And I think they fit together well personality-wise and play-style-wise. Play yeah. Um, the other guy that I have been high on for the last few years – uh, has been Dalen Terry. I, he, he had, um, you know, he finished the game with seven points, eight rebounds, three uh, steals, my bad. And he did a little bit of everything. And I really think he, his energy, especially on the fast breaks, I was just really impressed with it. I was impressed with his uh, ball handling ability. I think he's going to provide a nice, you know, change of pace kind of, because he does have a, a different type of play style than like Kerr per se. Um, even or Justin. So yeah, I, I really liked his game and I really think that he, he can be due just like Coloco for a breakout season, hopefully. No, absolutely. I think, you know, we haven't seen even a scratch of the potential, you know, for Dale and Terry and, uh, you know, his energy, his quickness, his explosiveness, uh, the way that he competes on a defensive end, uh, you know, he's always in passing lanes. He's always in the right spot, you know, to make a steal or, or tip or, or charge or whatever it is. And that really translates into his fast break offense because he's, he's a terrific finisher in the open court. You saw that, you know, in the game the other night with a couple of euros and, you know, just good moves finishing at the basket. And, uh, you know, his name was only confidence, you know, and that, that comes from, you know, it builds when you're a young player, obviously it takes a little bit of time to, to get comfortable, but you're going to see him, you know, have a, a skyrocketing year this year and just keep building from that because of his attitude, his work ethic, and just his style of play is infectious. You know what I mean? You, you like to play with guys like that because they're always having, you know, energy on the court. They're making hustle plays. You know, they're always just seem to be in the right spot. And, that you know, that's what Dalen Terry provides. And if he can, you know, get that consistent jump shot going too, that's just a, a plus for him. But overall, he's, he's going to be a key to, to their success this year for sure. Yeah, and something that I didn't like about Sean Miller's, um, you know, style of play and his offensive scheme was 
that it seemed like Terry, when he was playing, he was just strictly standing in the corner, stand still when he would catch it. Maybe he would shoot or maybe he would, you know, find a pick and try to get to the basket. But this year with the, the fast play style, I feel like it really benefits everybody because as we know, they have a ton of guards and they all want to carry the ball a little bit. So, yeah, I really think that it, the style looks good. And Tommy Wood said after the game that all the plays still aren't installed. Um, so, you know, we could see even more stuff, more detailed, um, uh, you know, you know, plays moving forward. But the last guy and um, the quote unquote probably best player on this team, um, actually a guy we have an interview coming up with a little bit later is Benedict Matherin. He finished the game with 18 points, six rebounds, five for 10 from the field. He was two for five from three, but I think his shooting stroke has even improved from a season ago. And I thought all of his shots were good. And I thought every single one was going to drop. I mean, what what did you say from what did you see from him? And do you think he can, you know, take that next step forward really and get into that 18, you know, point per game, maybe scoring range? Absolutely. You know, I think that he has all the tools in his tool belt. And you know what I mean? He's a three-level scorer. Uh, you know, his, his three-point shot is getting more consistent. I think he showed that over the summer. You know, he was playing uh, in the U19s and had some 30-point games and, you know, really led their team, you know, from all, all facets of the court. Um, but I just like his physicality. I think that, you know, his basketball IQ is, is improving. Uh, he knows where to find his spots and where he likes to score from. And he's so strong. Uh, you know what I mean? He's strong and explosive. It's hard to keep him out of the paint. And, uh, you know, he's just got a variety of finishing moves. And with uh, expanded role for him this year and more responsibility to carry the offense, you're going to say, you know, put and Coach Lloyd put trust in him. You know what I mean? Give him, really give him that green light to say, hey, you know, we, we're going to uh, rely on you to, to provide offense this year and you know go out there and do it you're going to see him you know really take a giant step forward I, lo I love his attitude you know I love his work ethic as well and you know I'm just excited to see him play because I, he's another one that has you know so much potential he's a he's a good player a great player already but I, you know we haven't seen the best of him yet and I think you're, that's going to come out this year for sure yeah, as we know, last year, the first half of the year, you know, he's still getting his feet under him. And then the second half is really when he took that next step forward and exploded. And, yeah, I'm just grateful to have him still at Arizona for a second year because, yeah. as we know, like imagine if, you know, Nico two years ago or Josh Green stayed for another year, we would have saw that progression even further. So, yeah, it's really cool to see these guys, you know, staying and, you know, staying in the Arizona family for another year. Um Something else I wanted to bring up to you before we move on, AJ, is uh, that the lineup, uh, people were questioning who would start in the lineup, and the lineup that Tommy only threw out there against Eastern New Mexico this past week uh, was Kirk Creesa, of course, Dalen Terry, uh, Benedict Matherin, Jules Sabellas, and Christian Coloco. Those were the starting five. Uh, were you surprised by anyone? Did you think that anybody maybe – could have been swapped in that lineup. And yeah, what'd you think of it? Yeah, I think, you know, like we said, they have a lot of options this year. And so, you know, I like that starting lineup. I think that, you know, Coach Lloyd throughout the year, depending on matchups and, and you know, how things are going, will probably, you know, interchange maybe, you know, Justin Kyer or, or you know, uh, or Aiken or, or somebody, you know, depending on how they're playing at the moment and, and really who the opponent is. But I think, you know, these guys are all on the same page and, you know, starting is great and everyone wants to start, but, you know, they all are going to be having an opportunity to be out there on the court contributing this year. 
And so, you know, I think it's really just going to be matchup by matchup on, on how it goes. You, obviously, you want to have kind of a set set five, but I think, uh, you know, they have some tools and options to to switch that up when need be, and they're not going to drop off. Like, there's there's a lot of, you know, same-level guys uh, coming off the bench, which is a luxury to have because I don't think, you know, they've always had that, you know, in the years past. Yeah, and I, I remember when Jason Terry said on our show last week, that, you know, he didn't start games, but, you know, um, Lute Olsen said he would finish the games. And I think that could be the case for some guys this year. I think, you know, I would be shocked if Justin Kyer isn't finishing these ball games because of that veteran feel. Same for um, same for Kim Aiken in some spots. Another guy that is still recovering from an injury should be back by the start of the season in just a few days is Pele Larson, 46% uh, three-point shooter. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of guys in the mix. As we talked about, this team is really deep. So it's going to take, you know, probably Tommy Lloyd said it's going to take, it could take some time to figure the rotations out and that nothing's set in stone yet. Yeah, no, I think that's what, that's what I'm saying is that, uh, you know, it's a, it's just a luxury to have, you know, they have a lot of guys that can, you know, shoot, dribble, pass, make plays. And, you know, that's something that, you know, teams don't always get the luxury of having and Arizona has it this year. So, you know, depending, and it's just going to help in practice too. Do you know what I mean? That because when you're competing every day, you know, on our teams, you know, Miles was going up against Mike D every day in practice and going hard. And, you know, JT was going against Mike Bibby and, you know, I was going against Donnell Harris and, you know, so it just made us better to steel sharpened steel kind of mentality. And it's just going to help them throughout the year to improve uh, overall as they, you know, try to make it into the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. I, I think this team is they're, they're good right now, you know, but I think they have room for improvement and we could see it throughout the, the year. And, you know, there's good news that some of the, some of the young players, Adama Ball, Shane Noel, two four star freshman guards. You know, we saw them a little bit briefly in the expedition, but, you know, uh, Tommy Lloyd did say he's liked what he's seen from those two. And he, he said that Ball won't, you know, redshirt this year that. You know, you said in certain circumstances he will play. So do you, what, what do you think about those two freshmen? Do you think they could maybe add a spark this year? For no, some? absolutely. I mean, Shane Noel is, you know, he's another one, you know, kind of similar to Jason Terry that uh, – Jason, I'm sorry, Dalen Terry that uh, has all the talent in the world, man. And, you know, people haven't seen anything from him yet. And, you know, he, he can play. Uh, he can play. He's a strong player. can finish at the rim, uh, aggressive. And so, you know, he's just going to – he's settling in right now. He's a freshman, just like all freshmen do. Uh, you know, it's going to take him a little bit of time probably. But, you know, he's one that has a huge upside uh, coming. And then, uh, you know, Bao, I like him. I, you know, I, I, I've watched his, his highlights from when he uh, played overseas. Uh, he's got a ton of talent too. And, you know, those guys, just like I said, are going to benefit from going against Justin Kyer, going against Kirk Kreese every day and just learning the system, learning what Tommy Lloyd wants from them and kind of, you know, being a star in their role and preparing themselves, you know, to take over the, the, the reins as, you know, uh, the years progress, like, like the Arizona program has always done. So, you know, those guys are in a good situation. Uh, they're going to work hard and improve and, and we'll see, you know, a lot of them, you know, in the future. Yeah, uh, I really like Shane Noel. He's, you know, he's a stronger, bigger guard, um, mainly a two guard. And he has a pretty nice jump shot from what I've seen so far. And Adama Ba provides that, you know, European style. You know, he's a bigger point guard. He's 6'7", I believe. And he provides that change of pace, different type of uh, play. 
but um yeah i want to do uh this um at, when this comes out you know we'll only be a, a day before the you know home opener and the first game of the season first game of the tommy lloyd error you know and it's against nau in tucson i mean how do you see this one playing out you think you think that arizona could get off to a strong start here uh, judging by, you know, the ex- obviously it's an exhibition game, but I think just the, the way that they played and, you know, the, with the intensity and the style that they play, I think they have a, a great shot. And plus, they're going to be at home, man. They're going to be back in front of the, you know, McHale crowd. Um, you know, they haven't been able to play in front of them, you know, fully for, you know, a couple of years. And, you know, that, that feeling just... Uh, the energy that you feel walking out of that court, man, when, when it's full and, and people are going crazy, that, that's something that's going to be special to them too. So I think they're going to come out strong, maybe a little bit of nerves and, and jitters at the beginning, but, um, you know, I see them, you know, coming out with a, a good performance in the first game and, and we'll get to see, you know, some of the work that, that Benedict Mather has done over the summer and, and Tabellis and all those guys get to get to put it on the court and, and show us, you know, the positive strides that they've made and, and the work that they put in. Yeah, we've seen fans at the Red Blue game, you know, the expedition game a little bit. It wasn't a wasn't a, a entirely sold out crowd, but you know, yeah, it'll be it'll be really cool to see one of the the best and most exciting, you know, fan bases and arenas in college basketball, you know, be back in action for as you said the first time in about a year and a half. So yeah, I'm really excited for that. Um but, you know, AJ, tell us what uh we have coming up on the show in just a little bit. Hey, man, I'm super excited. Uh, you know, we got, uh, you know, Arizona star uh, Benedict Matherin coming up uh, next. Going to talk to him about, you know, his his progression over the over the summer, what he sees for the upcoming season. And, you know, he's just a, he's a great player and a good guy. So we're, we're excited to have him. Let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at Bet River Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one playthrough to turn your bonus into cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, withdrawing your winnings is safer, more secure, and more reliable. With basketball season tipping off, get in on the action by going to betrivers.com today or by downloading the Bet Rivers iOS app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call telephone 1 800 Gambler. Hey, yeah, I'd like to welcome in to Bear Down Ballers, uh, my guy. Um, ben Matherin, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. How was practice today? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Good energy. Getting ready for the next game. Yeah, man, I'm excited. Really excited to watch y'all play, man. Um, so tell me a little bit about your uh, your basketball journey growing up. I read that uh, you played football and hockey when you when you were younger. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, what did you start? Uh, when did you start hooping? And uh, do you think that uh, playing hockey and football helped you? you know, develop your, your physical game that you take to the court now? Yeah, you know, I started playing basketball when I was when I was six years old. Uh, it all started with my, with my older sister and then my older brother. Um, she played at NC State. Um, you know, I was, she always brought me to, to her practices. And that's the first moment I started I start uh, picking up a basketball. And then I started playing in, uh, in uh, middle school and high school. And then uh, I played football and hockey for two years. So I was doing three sports at once for two years. Uh, I say I say it pretty uh, pretty much helped me, you know, football with like physicality and hockey with just being dominant. Like you know, I was one of the tallest already, plus yeah. kids. So I was really dominant and not afraid, not afraid of anything. So it just helped me, you know, just being um, 
cultured with sports, basically. Absolutely. Now, did your sister used to beat up on you back in the day, or are you always were you able to hang <laughs> earlier? Did she did she put it on you a little bit? Did you? <laughs> yeah, she she, you know, she used to be she used to be because she was bigger already. She was taller, but and she was stronger. But uh, you know, she always used to used to beat me one on one. I admit it. But now now I don't, <laughs> think, I don't think it's possible anymore. Where was that? Have you played recently? Is it been able to get been able to get she, her now or what? <laughs> well, she was she she got injured for the past couple like couple years, so we couldn't really play one on one. But she already know like it's over with. <laughs> like I'm taller and stronger now, so she she has, she has no chance. That's right. You ready now? <laughs> hey, so I know I know coming out, you know, coming into college basketball, you know, you were a highly recruited player. What was what was like your deciding choice on why you decided to come to come to U of A, man, and settle down to be a Wildcat? Um, I said the reason why I decided to come to U of A was more of like the alumni, um, what kind of player to produce. You know, um, my 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 goal is to play in the NBA, and I've seen a lot of players who has the same style of play as me. So um, it just influenced me to be like, you know, we had a great coach, Sean Miller. Uh, I like I like his style of play, and I think it it would uh, really fit my game. And uh, yeah, I just feel like you know it was more like the environment and the the alumni has really like shifted my decision to come to Arizona and be and be just be one of them. And, to be a walkout, you know, walkout forever. Yeah, well, we're happy to have you, my man. I'll tell you that much. Really looking forward to to your season this year. Tell me what it's been like, you know, with Coach Lloyd so far, man. I know you're a little bit into the season, but so far in the preseason, getting ready, you know, what's that been like with the, with the change in coaching, having Coach Lloyd at, at the helm this year? Oh, I feel like it's been great. You know, um, obviously, he's, he's, he's come from a, a great, a great, um, a great background. You know, he's, He's, he's he's been a Gonzaga for um more than twenty more than twenty years, and he just has a winning um mentality and um just he he just brought a good experience with him to, to the to the program here and uh, like like I said his type of play match matches mine so I just feel like it's gonna be great for me to play for him and you know just be a part of, a part of the team. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, you know, I think you and uh, Azulis are going to be the ones, you know, to kind of hold things down this year. Um, you know, you have a lot of talent on the team, but I think you two really have an opportunity to kind of expand your role, you know what I mean, for what you did last year. Yeah. Are you excited for more of that responsibility? And, you know, what do you think you'll be able to show that, you, you know, you didn't get a chance to show maybe last year and that you worked on over the summer and, uh, you know, that you're excited to kind of show people coming out on the court this year? Yeah, um, I said I'm pretty excited, like you said, um, to show people what I've been working on the whole summer. You know, we've had uh, our our off season started in March since we like, we had uh, you know the postseason ban. So, you know, it's it's a uh, say almost eight months. You know, I've been working on my game and just improving things. I was receiving from uh, you know scouts so, or like some other people saying parts I need to improve my game. So I just feel like you know it's pretty nice to. Uh, to start the season, you know, Tuesday and the things I've been working on just to apply them in games. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, talking about that, and you know, you had a big summer. And, you know, I, I, I love the European game and I love, you know, following all the players that come from Europe as well as Canada. I played overseas for nine years, played seven years in Spain and actually played two years in, in Riga, Latvia, where I think you guys played for the U19s, mm -hmm. uh, you know, over the summer. You you were killing out there, man, during the summertime. Yeah. So 
how did that experience, and I think you, you were able to lead them, your team, to the bronze medal uh, this summer. How did that experience benefit you? Like, what did you learn from it? And what are you taking, you know, from that experience into, into this year? Um, taking away from that experience, I say, I say it was really, it was really fun. You know, I, I, I was with the, with the senior team, Team Canada senior team for the first week, and then I went with the U19s. But um, it was a great summer. You know, I got to learn from a lot of, you know, NBA players and uh, knowledge from them, telling me things I need to do in order to reach the goal. And going to Lavia, I just felt like it was pretty nice to play against the best in the world from different countries, uh, a different style of, a, a different style of basketball, um, just to improve and, you know, just be, be in a, not, not in your uh, comfort zone, comfort zone. So like, you know, it's just a different, different style of play I, need, I needed to adjust and um, I knew, I knew I, I got better and uh, it just improved. Yeah, I mean, you proved it, I think, to everybody during the summertime, man, what kind of player you're going to be uh, and are already. But, uh, you know, in 97, uh, we won a championship. We, I never got a chance to try out for Team USA, man. They invited us to, they invited us all to try out, but they yeah. had already planned our uh, our trip over to Australia, man. So none of us got to ever go. And that's one of the things that in my career that I feel like I missed out on, man. That's one thing, yeah. one regret that I had that yeah. I didn't get to do that. How does it feel like representing your country, man, and having that, that Canada on your chest and, and going out there and representing for, you know, your people back home? Oh, to be honest, it was, I was blessed. I was blessed. I'm still blessed, actually. You know, it was my first time playing for the national team. Um, the first on my family playing for the national team. I've never had uh, the chance to play for the national team since, you know, uh, now nah, I was not good enough, but, you know, it was more like a thing I was not looking looking after or for. You know, I, I knew I had some things I needed to improve in order to be on the team. So I just felt like it was amazing to, to, to represent my country. And uh, even though we, we did not uh, achieve our goal to win the, the gold medal, we, we got the bronze, but you know, at least it's a, it's a great opportunity. Yeah, man. I mean, it had to be a wonderful feeling, man. It's just the beginning for you. So I'm sure we'll see you on that platform a lot, you know, shining like you were this summer. So, um, you know, on Monday night, I watched the game on Monday, you know, against Eastern New Mexico. I thought you guys came out with great energy. Uh, you know, everyone played played well together, shared the basketball. Uh, you know, you led the team, obviously, with 18 points. But uh, wanted to ask you, like, who else besides yourself like has surprised you so far, you know, leading up to the season? Who you see that's made big gains or, you know, someone new to the team that's really, you know, made an impact with their play so far that, that you've seen? From what I've seen, I think I think everybody's made a jump, you know, obviously the freshmen that were here last year who stayed another year. Um, I think every every everyone has been uh, made made a big jump over the summer. Um, you know, Azulas, I played against Azulas in summer, he played it really well. For the, the 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 World Cup, yeah. And, um, you know, also like Umar, you know, my roommate. He played. You know, I've seen I've seen the progress he made. You know, from a year and to now, uh, Justin Kyer, who's taking the the role of leadership. Dylan Terry is always competitive, always the same. You know, same player every day. Um, you know, gets points, steals, rebounds, uh, assists. You know, just a complete player and. Uh, you know, Kerr, Kerr also, you know, he's been, uh, he, uh, he didn't get the chance to play, to play last year, a lot of games, only the eight last games. I think he's really, he's really, uh, he's hungry and he's ready, you know, for the, for the season to come in and just, you know, basically the, 
all my teammates made a big jump since September from here, you know, just got better. Yeah, I really like her, man. I think uh, I think people are sleeping on him, man. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah, can go. Yeah. He just got to let yeah. him go a little bit, but he can, he can go, man. He's got some stuff yeah. with him. So, yeah, yeah I'm excited to, to see what he does on the court today. I think, yeah. uh, you know, I think people are overlooking you guys, honestly, uh, you know, to go in, going into this season. And uh, they're going to be surprised by, you know, the talent that, that you guys have and the way that you play, your style of play. Um, you know, what are your – what are your personal goals for the year? And then, like, what do you see for the team? Like, what are you guys trying to accomplish this year uh, together? Uh, personal goal is just, you know, just being uh, the, the, the best player I can be, the best version of myself. You know, I'm taking the role of leadership in this team. So I'm trying to uh, motivate the team to be like, you know, every time we come to practice, mentality is to win the practice championship. You know, my sure. word is always shock the world. You know, I want to go to the March Madness and, and, and win it all, win the championship game. So I just feel like that's that's my goal and the team's goal for for the for the moment. Yeah, hey, I love to hear that, man. You know, we got championship standards over there, so it's good that you guys are are having that mindset, my man. Um, you know, there's a there obviously last year, you know, you had a great, uh, really good freshman season. There's been some buzz around yeah. you, you know, for the NBA draft uh, heading into this year. I think that's gonna only elevate, you know, as as you you know get more opportunities this year and and more responsibilities. Uh, you know, when I was in town for Coach Olson's, uh, you know, celebration of life, you know, you and Jet and I, you know, sat down, talked a little bit, and uh, I mean, JT just loves you, man, and so. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, what was it like, you know, having, having JT there as kind of a, as a, as an option for you to teach you about the game. And, uh, you know, we really think that you remind us of, you know, our old teammate, uh, Michael Dickerson. And I don't know if you know a lot about Mike D, but was a hell of a player at Arizona, um, you know, played the NBA for many, many years and your games are really similar, but first of all, what was it like, you know, having Jet on there, you know, as, as a resource for you. And, uh, and then uh, who was your like uh, idol or, or who do you, really pattern your game after? Is there a certain player in the league right now that you pattern your game after? Uh, I'm going to start with Jet. You know, I just feel like he's, he's a nice person. He's always smiling. <laughs> uh, it was just great to have him on the coaching staff. You know, he's always uh, coming to practice, smiling. Um, he's always trying to teach. Um, so, you know, I've taken uh, my game after him a little bit, trying to, like, in, um, include the mid-range. You know, he, he was, yeah, elite mid-range. Mid yep. Exactly. So I'm trying to put it. <laughs> more into my game, trying to put little pieces into my game so I, I can be a complete player. But, you know, it was, it was just fun to have him around. You know, it was, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a champion. He's an NBA champion. And he's a college basketball champion. So it was, it was, really, it was really fun to have all this uh, greatness coming back to the program and show us, you know, knowledge and love at the same time. But I say a player, I, I model my game after the, I like, I like Kobe Bryant, obviously. Yes, but sir. right now, more like Devin Booker. He's um, I say he's great. He's a great player. Obviously, we um, we're not really like far from each other. Like he's um, I think four years older than me. Yeah. So I know I'm I'm, I'm watching some uh, some college games of him, and um, see some things he what he was doing, and trying to basically trying to model my game after him. I like Bradley Beal also. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Bradley can go too, man. Um, yeah, so you mentioned that you're watching some college games of, uh, you know, uh, Devin Booker. Is is watching film a big part of your, a big part of your uh, your toolbox? I mean, that was something that we did. I mean, JT and I watched almost every single game that we played right afterwards and broke down kind of everything that went on in the game, how we can improve. Is that something that you do pretty regularly too, in order to to improve and elevate your game? 
Yeah, I, th- I think it's I think it's pretty underrated, you know, watching film. Um, when you're playing a game, you don't really you don't really realize some mistakes or good actions or like reads you could have um, did in the game only after the game because you're you're on the you're in the moment. So I just feel like you know watching film helped me a lot, you know, improve on certain things. My coach was seeing that I was not seeing. So just watching film with coaches um, helps helps my game a lot and just help me improve. Yeah, man. Well, you know what? I, I appreciate your time, man. You know, I'm excited to watch you this year. Uh, I think you're all, you're in for, a, you know, a big upswing and college basketball is going to know, you know, know your name even more. And uh, we're just a pleasure to have you as a Wildcat, my man. I hope you have a successful season and uh, you know, just, just all the, all the luck in the world to you, my man, and represent for, for you, Vay. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Yes, sir. You too, man. Have a good season. Bear down, brother. Thank you. Bear down.